Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. What are you eating? A hard Knicks life. A couple of cherries. Oh, it's a Gross. hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. Oh, come on. Somber mood here tonight, boys. Is it, though? Yeah, it's a somber mood. You should have seen me earlier when the news broke. When it broke and I'm still working and I'm on Zoom calls, dude, everyone knows I'm a huge Nick fan. I had my head, like, down in my arms during meetings. Devastated. Angry. Disappointed. Sad. Hopeless. Yeah, me too. You are, right? You don't yeah, feel yeah. good. Yeah. Whole summer of this. Whole summer wasted. I mean, I spent so much time looking at Instagram bios and all that kind Shut of stuff. Shut the fuck up. For nothing. Shut up. For nothing. Stop mocking me. What up, Knicks fans? We, I don't get a taste of some real music? No. Ah. Should we play the real music? Play it! Come on! Even though I'm in a bad mood? Maybe it'll cheer you up. All right. Hit it, Jay. There you go, Barry. Thank you. I'll fake I'll fake happiness for about 20 seconds here. Because this is the first episode of our new season, season six, boys. What up, Knicks fans? And what is up, Barry? Motherfucking D. What? Is up, Craig. And good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper. Good day to you as well, Craig. I just said this is the first episode of our sixth season. But it's really the second, because we recorded last night an entire episode devoted to what we would give up for Donovan Mitchell, what we wouldn't, when's it going to happen. All the rumors have been floating around all summer. The torture. And the torture just ended for all of us. Barry, last night when we recorded the first show, and I'm going to play at least a clip or two from last night's show in this because we talked about like what we did over the summer, right? And I don't think any of us are probably in a mood to relive those moments because they were, they were pre-devastation here, Barry. Oh, my God. Pre-heartbreak. Pre-loss. Little strong. <laughs> Little strong. You hang every hope and prayer on this fucking trade, dude. You guys are all both recording, right? Because I'm not doing uh-huh. an episode for a third time. You're yeah. good? Yes. All right, good. Guys, we're back. Remember, if you like our show, leave us some ratings and reviews wherever you listen. And please subscribe to the one podcast that cries with you tonight. We cry with you. We feel it with you. Uh, These fucking guys don't look like they feel a thing right now. How are you guys okay with this? I cry with you. Barry, he's just gonna, he's he's perfectly good. He's eating his fucking cherries over there. (laughs) I'm definitely not crying. Blandy's not, but Blandy has no emotions. We know that. He's never up or down. Craig, can I ask you a simple question? Let's say the deal happened for the Knicks today and Donovan Mitchell's a Nick. But you have to say goodbye to R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly. Hold up. Can you stop at the first half of this? At R.J.? No, stop. Before oh, at that. Donovan Mitchell being a Nick? I'm dancing naked through my house. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Really? What if now, the sitter's me... there? Is the sitter at home? No, I, w- I could never do that. Absolutely not. Okay. You out of your mind? <laughs> Just checking. All right. Let, you know what? I'll answer that question in a minute. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. The rule is I got to get this in the first five minutes. And I know if we start talking, I won't. So 
Get it in there. Uh, favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, combat sports, esports, and Blandy's favorite, golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports info from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join. Mobile device. Head to Bet Online or use your mobile device. Am I saying that wrong? No, you're saying it absolutely oh. right. A mobile device he- is a phone, Craig. <laughs> Why do they say a, a mobile device? Head on <laughs> over to Bet Online or use your fucking phone to join today <laughs> and make your first sports bet. Use promo code BLEAV50 to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online where the game starts. Barry, the next time I call your mob- mobile device, yeah. I want you to pick that shit up. All right. You got it. You got it. <laughs> so, uh, what was your question? My question was you seem fucking heartbroken. And my question to oh, you yeah. was, let's say Donovan Mitchell's a Nick. You've danced around your house naked, and now you sit back down, and then you think about, mm. oh, yeah, where's RJ? Where's okay. Quick? We did, a, we did a hidden episode last <clears throat> night, right? We recorded a whole episode, and the one right. young player that we all agreed upon that we didn't want to lose was Quickly. And it turns out the last offer that the Knicks made to the Jazz was RJ and Emmanuel Quickly. And your three unprotected picks, and I know you, you don't value the picks as much as most of the NBA does and GMs do, but you'd still have to say goodbye to RJ and Quick. Now, there would be a part of you that would Barry mourn thinks that. he's winning an argument right now. I'm, I'm just showing you, can just you, stop. you forget you just how stop. you're going to feel. No, I don't forget. Barry, you're missing the whole point. I'm not saying we should have given up any of those guys. I'm not disappointed that we didn't give up those guys. I, I yeah, I... Of course, when you look at it after the fact and you hear the rumors of what we were offering and, and the what Utah that had got to be given up. and had to be given up, you understand. But I'm still upset. I'm still disappointed. I'm still sad because for fucking months, I've been excited about adding who would be the best player on our roster, by far probably, an all-star, adding him to this group and it totally changes the entire dynamic of the team. I was excited. That's so fair, I just, but, but to I'm play just, the, the I can the still be upset. Yeah, because, because that dream I'm of Donovan down. Mitchell. That dream I'll of Donovan Mitchell. Fucking Ralph, shut up, man. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> the dream is dead. All right. That's a bad situation for us. We were we were fucking to- played with. We were fingered for an entire summer. Is that hard? Why are you going doing that? Because it's it's it was negotiations. Were you fucking? And then fingered? we never. And then for an entire summer, we were in foreplay, Barry. And then right when we were about to finish, after an entire summer of being teased, he or she walked away. All right. The Knicks are sucks. And we got nothing. I understand where you're coming from, and I envision Donovan Mitchell in a Knicks uniform as well. Because, I mean, I think we can all agree it was. It seemed like it was more than fifty percent chance that it was going to happen one way or another. But the bigger part of me can look at this and realize: wait a second, the Knicks didn't give up the farm for something that maybe would push the needle a little bit, and there's no guarantees that it would bring a, another star here. And I take solace in knowing that we still have every single piece of these guys that we drafted that have shown progress, that we consider a part of the core of this team. They're still here. And we added Jalen Brunson. That didn't go away. So it makes this swing and a miss of getting Donovan Mitchell here a lot easier to swallow, knowing that we didn't lose anything. And we could have lost so much. And a lot of people, a lot of Knicks fans, and the entire NBA world and the media could have laughed at what the Knicks did give up in this hall. And they would have said, yeah, you know, Rudy Gobert was probably, you know, the first brick to fall, the first domino to fall that's going to lead to any blockbuster moves that happens. You're going to overpay. But the Knicks would have been the brunt of it. And a lot of us would have a missing part of us Knowing that we gave up 
whether it was RJ or Quentin or Quickly or, or any mixture of these guys, and then all the pips, all the picks down the road, and where does that leave the Knicks? And so, the I mean, all that stuff makes it a lot easier Thank for me God to get we over didn't lose this. Those pips. I mean, I I got over it after five <laughs> minutes. Are you surprised? What, like when you saw the offer from not the offer when you saw the final trade? Yeah, I thought it was a joke. Right? Well, joke. <laughs> Well, so what? So Sexton, Markinen, that other guy who I don't, I just don't know him. The pick from this year, yeah, from the, um, the draft. And then what? What? What was it? Three unprotected picks and two swaps. Two swaps. Weren't yeah. you surprised by that? Like, it's not as much as I thought Ainge wanted, and it's not as much as I thought we were always giving up because we were giving up. Every rumor was five picks, right? This is essentially three picks. I know there's two swaps, but it's just swaps. You. They still have picks in the first round. You still have your picks in the first round. Right. I don't think um, there was ever a report that the Knicks had three unprotected picks on the table. I think it, No, I think you. It there were two. two unprotected picks and then three first round picks that, right. were, that would be so in that some was way a big protected. part of it. And then, I mean. But that's much. Isn't that. Sexton and Mark. None that, of those guys are on the same picks, level as RJ. Isn't two unprotected and three first round picks not swaps better than three unprotected and two swaps? It's five picks you didn't have before. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, well, let me ask you a question. I, what are I don't we, understand we, about the swaps is like there, there's no way that Cleveland's picks are going to be better than than Utah's picks, correct? So what's the point of throwing those swaps in there? There's no way. I mean, they're in tank mode, and they now have Mitchell and Jared Allen and Darius Garland and Evan Mobley. So what is the purpose of those swaps? I agree. Are we fools? Are we fools? No. Were we played for fools this summer? Listen, we know we would have been better, so. but let me ask you a question. Better? No, I think we're I think we're fucking idiots. I think all of us are morons, especially me. No. Especially me. Listen to this. Donovan Mitchell all summer, right? We I I've have we all been under the wrong assumption he wanted to come here? Oh, forget about it. I mean showing up at Mets games, Ranger games, Rucker Park. But that's not the Knicks, right? He's showing up Mets games in orange and blue because of the Mets, always in New York. He's from here. His dad works for the Mets. Always I don't think here. there's any doubt that New York was his first choice on his Hold list. Hold on. Let me finish here. Up to today. Up to today. But when it happens, did you see the tweet from him? No. The two exclamation care. points? Or? No, he, he sent a tweet <laughs> of himself in a Cavs jersey when he was a kid. Did you know that the Cleveland Cavaliers were his favorite team growing, his favorite NBA team growing up? He, he grew yes. up in Westchester, right? But this is news to all. I mean, this was the news Cavs to me. Cavs were his favorite team. Yes, the Cavs were a lot of people's favorite teams. They had LeBron. Oh yeah, I'm thinking like. You're thinking when we were kids. You got to think of a 25 year old <laughs> dude. <laughs> but somebody yeah, tweeted a Louisville, Louisville basketball bio of his, and it listed it had all these questions from to learn about him. And one was this is when he was in Louisville. Who's right. your favorite NBA team? The Cleveland Cavaliers. And he seems, I, when he was initially traded to Cleveland, I was like, oh, he's going to be miserable. He wanted to come to New York. And he seems as happy as can be. Well, forget about that they were his favorite team and forget about Cleveland as a city. He's got to be excited about the roster that he's joining. I mean, look at this young nucleus that they had last year. You know, and now you're adding Donovan Mitchell to it who's only 25. He's got to be super excited. They got they got a team that's going to contend for years. This is why I think we were fools. We're fucking fools. We thought, I mean, like every Nick fan thought the Knicks had leverage this whole summer. He right. wanted to come here. We had more than anyone else could give. Well, the thing is, meanwhile, is, clearly Cleveland had the pieces. And but it's, it's not, not up to Donovan. It's not, it's He's not, not making the trade. He's not making the choice. It's Ainge. Absolutely, but you know how it works with with these superstar players sometimes if they sit if they tell if they leak to cleveland that he doesn't want to be there they might not bother you know nobody wants to trade for someone who does not want to be there but that's all right, but he also how many years does he have left on his deal three three so it's not like he really has that much he doesn't it's, even if it's, he says it's, to it's, them yeah. i don't want to go to you i mean they've got him for three just like what it's, happened it's, with Kevin Durant yeah and the it's Nets. definitely not like someone who has one or two years on their yeah. deal and nobody wants to give up the farm for a rental it's not a rental but you don't want to have. But you, I, I don't know. I still don't think you want to have a player who doesn't want to be there or is going to try to force his way out in a year because he doesn't didn't want to be there. No, but a player wanted to. Not he have, wants to be there. 
Well, well, Clifford's not going to have either. one team on his list either. You can't have one team on your list and expect the front office of that team that's trying to deal you. You know, It's not fair to them. It's not fair to anybody. Now, here's another reason I think we're fools. Did you see the Woj report that came out just minutes ago? No. He listed what the Knicks offered the Jazz in July at the start oh, yeah. of these talks. The Knicks yeah. offered R.J. Barrett, Obi Toppin, Mitchell Robinson, and three unprotected first-round picks for Donovan Mitchell. And they said no. They said no. And then right. they took the shit back. And we negotiated with them for the next two months after they said no to that? Don't you just give up at that point? Leon Rose negotiated them the whole time and just like lowered it and lowered it and lowered it. You'd never get... We were never getting fucking Donovan Mitchell here. <laughs> and I was fooled the whole summer into thinking it was possible. The price is wrong, bitch. RJ Obi and Mitch. Got. That's better than I mean, come on. How is that not better than what they got? I just feel like I was hoodwinked the entire summer. After hearing that. And hearing that Mitchell's pumped to be on the Cavs. He's a huge Cavs fan. And I'm I just had a totally different perspective the whole summer. I guess I'm blinded by everything you read here. Guys, speaking of the summer, we got plenty more to talk about, but I want to play a clip from the, sh the, the, the original episode one of season six. We recorded it last night. We talk about our summer and some funny shit in there. Here you go. All right, guys. Well, we started to talk about it. Donovan Mitchell has taken over our summers. Well, not mine. Not it mine. hasn't taken over yours. You've been having fun? Yeah. What have you been doing? You've been you've been a man obsessed, but pe people have been worried. <laughs> You're about not your obsessed. Health. No, no. So what have you been up to this summer? Lots of fun things. You're not checking Twitter all the time, like me, to see if Donovan Mitchell is a Nick. No, because I know that as soon as he is, one of the two of you will text me. Well, not you're only not, that. I mean, you're I've not got... browsing the Instagram uh, right. bios of Donovan Mitchell, <laughs> Obi Toppin, no, Emmanuel no, Quickly. Nope. Quentin Grimes, Julius Randle, and Deuce McBride even? No. no. You're not Oh my God. That. Quickly and Mitchell had a steak together at a restaurant in Soho and he's... I don't know. Those people are crazy. No offense. <laughs> but I am just checking. I'm, I'm watching all those videos, but I'm checking their bios to see if anything changes. You don't do that. No. That's not normal. No. Barry, do you do that? No, no, we've seen it so many fucking not, times. No. Somebody changes something or they unfollow something and it means nothing. When this time, happens, Donovan Mitchell. You have no idea. This, no idea this why morning after RJ got the extension, Donovan changes, which we all know. And that does mean something. He hasn't changed it in this entire offseason. It, it means something for but sure. But if this trade happens, we'll find out. So what, you know. And my notification will go off. That's it's right. It's either going to be so by Woj or by Shams. One of those two are going to report it first, and I'll get a notification, and I'll see it. And that'll be I don't that. need to refresh and refresh. Barry, have you gone away this summer, done anything good? Yeah, I had a couple of mini vacations this summer. One to D.C. for a few days, and then uh, just last week to uh, Universal Studios for a week. Nice. Very nice. Anything funny happened there? Anything good? Uh, uh, long flight home, you know, uh, coming <laughs> home. Long? So, like, we were supposed to take off at 9.30 p.m. and land at 12.30, which is fine. We booked that flight, and we liked the idea of getting a whole day there, but the flight got delayed. Then it got delayed further, even after we boarded the plane, because people wouldn't fucking sit where they're supposed to sit. This is Frontier Airlines, and, uh. you know, they tell you where to sit. You can't pick your seat. And a family got split up, and this guy wouldn't go back to his seat like he's supposed to. The pilot had to get on and said, look, we're not getting off the runway until everybody goes to their seat. And then you can figure out, you know, if you need to switch. So that took another f fucking, you know, 45 minutes. We finally take off after midnight. And then we touch down at the airport, wheels down on the ground. Then we go back up in the air. Whoa. And it's another 15 Wait, or 20 minutes before the pilot gets on. We're wondering, what, you know, did he land at the wrong airport? It's like, what the what the hell's going on? He gets on the, um, on the loudspeaker and he says, uh, sorry, guys, there was a dog on the runway. <laughs> Get the fuck I out of you not. I, first fucking time that's a ever A loose dog? Apparently there was a dog on the runway, and I guess he didn't want to kill the dog. He didn't want to have, you know, so he, so he flew back oh, up in the air. Oh, Another oh. 25, 30 minutes swirling around until we Where finally- Where did you fly I got into? home at 3.30. I slip. Fucking 20 minutes from my house. 
And there's a stray dog running around. And there's a stray Iceland? dog running around at MacArthur Airport. Just fucking kill the dog. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. Right? You're putting everybody else in danger, right? If the dog this... is, you know, if the dog can't hear a fucking jet engine coming down and can't get out of the way, I mean, the dog doesn't have much longer to live anyway. How's he going to survive? So, yeah, that, that, that's my one instance of the story. <laughs> wow. Trip. What time did you get home, did you say? 3.30 in the morning. Ooh, 3.30. Were your and then kids I went exhausted? to work at 7, 7.30 in the morning. How are your kids? Uh, the kids stayed in Florida. I'm, I'm kidless this week. You got I home. You landed at 3.30 in the morning. Or you got, got home at 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. You Slept basically owned that fucking hours. bike shop, Barry. And yeah. you had to go in at 7.30? It was a Saturday morning. You couldn't morning. delay you your entrance that day? It was Saturday morning. I missed all week. You got to be there. Commitment from this guy, Blandy. Hey. That's what it's about. Could you imagine what that's like, Blandy, to be that committed to your job? <laughs> what are you trying to say? Uh, are, you, are you implying <laughs> I'm not committed to my job? Not like that, no. Well. Haven't you, like, there have been, we've had podcasts that end at, like, 11 p.m., and then you end up playing a movie for your class the whole next day, so you don't have to do anything. Um... That might have happened once or twice. Yes. <laughs> you remember now, I shouldn't that, be complaining. I shouldn't be complaining about getting home at three thirty. Didn't you go to Florida as well? But you drove to Florida, so that can't I, be we, fun. We either. drove. I got home this Sunday night at around ten p.m. and we left at eight a.m. that day. I drove from Fayetteville, North Carolina, which is a, like the halfway point to home. Right. And I drove for like. That's 14 hours. It shouldn't have taken that long, but there was a ton of traffic. And I almost died. My whole family was almost murdered oh on our drive home, by the way. I think I was, I was like an inch away from us all dying. How's that? I'm smiling about that, and I don't know why, but it was the scariest moment the of my life. We're driving. It was Saturday, right on the border of Florida and Georgia on 95. Driving in the right lane, going like 75, right? Speed limit 70. I'm going like between 75 and 80. I'd be doing 90 if I knew I had to get back to New York. <laughs> I was like at like 80% awakeness levels, so I just try not to go too fast. And um, we're driving, and I, I just happen to look in my rear view, and right when I look in my rear view, I see like a blue sports car, like a blur. You know those cars on the highway that like are zipping, weaving yes. in and out and look like they're going like 140 miles an hour? Yeah, they need like an inch of so, daylight and they're going to go for it. That's what this looks behind me. Even though it's not like a busy road or anything. It's not a crowded road. But I look in my rear view and there's a sports car right on my ass and it zips around me to the right, right? That happens right. a lot when you're driving, okay? Right. It happens. And you said you're in the right lane, right? I guess I wasn't. Maybe, uh, I guess I was in the center lane. Okay. And so he zips around me to the right and I was like, whoa. And I, I was like trying to do that to like get the attention of my family so they could see, I, I want them to see this fucking car zip by me on the right. But right when I was like, whoa. And I, was, I turned to the right and I expect it to come flying by me. It doesn't. And then I feel this like boom. Oh. Like you could feel it. And I look in my rear view and the car slammed into the wall. Ooh. Oh, and shit. is spinning through all the lanes with other cars like hitting it. Pieces oh. flying in the air, smoke. And I'm like, right when I felt the boom, I like slammed on the gas as hard as I could to try, because I just assumed that was what happened. To get, out, to get out of the fucking way. Dude, I was like shaking <laughs> for like an hour. Because I was like, I, I mean, when I looked at my rear view, he was like, I would have thought he was like touching my bumper when he zipped by me. So I can't imagine how close he was to either like clipping me when he lost control, hitting the wow. wall and then hitting me. And I'm in my car that you guys know what I drive has a tendency they can roll. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like thinking like, oh my God, if you clip me and what happened? flipping down the highway. You know, the good Samaritan that you are, what happened when you pulled over and you went to tell the cops that this guy was in the wrong so you could give your statement because you saw everything that happened. Oh yeah, I was long gone. Barry, <laughs> right. fuck that. And I was guy. just happy to fucking be alive. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> and That's the last I was actually, but for like hours, I was saying to my wife, I was like, "Was it possible that was my fault?" You know, like, no. <laughs> is there a cop gonna? Is no. is he gonna be like, 
yeah, guy was going so slow, so I had to get around. That fucking guy caused me you know, to You hate it because other people were involved, but like these are the people, it's like, you know, you hope something happens to them because they fucking deserve it driving yeah, that Yeah, and they but, never, but nothing ever sh- does. They always end up hurting somebody else or somebody else right. gets pulled over. So exactly. fuck that Dude, guy. Dude, yeah. it was yeah. fucking frightening. Yeah. It's crazy. It looked like a NASCAR, like have you ever seen a NASCAR accident yeah. where they hit the wall and they're spinning out of control and everyone's like crashing into them and pieces are flying through the air? That's what it looked like. Well, I went to Florida and I had nothing like that. No dogs on the <laughs> runway, no, you know, no near-death experiences. Everything was good. All right, guys. So according to rumors, the last offer that the Knicks made for Donovan Mitchell, R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly, two unprotected first-round picks, a top five protected pick, two swaps, two second-round picks, Evan Fournier, and a first round pick to a third team. I hate you, Evan Fournier. The Jazz final counter offer to that before they went to Cleveland. RJ Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly, three unprotected first round picks, multiple swaps, and another young player. I don't know who that other young player would be. Grimes, Reddish. It's gotta be one of those guys, right? Yeah. And I, I say to Ainge the same thing I'm sure Leon Rose said to him, which is get the fuck out of here. I'm not doing it. And that's again, that's why I can sit here today and still have optimism and be happy to to see what the Knicks put out there on the court. Another year under all these guys' belt who continue to show improvement with a competent point guard now in Brunson. R.J. Barrett with his fucking new haircut, which I love. I don't know. You think he's going to stick with that? I hope he does. Hardcore R.J.? (laughs) I like it. We haven't seen this look. I like it too. Fucking hardcore. Love it. Love it. Um. So yeah, I mean, I do I expect big things from this team? No, we didn't. Sure as hell didn't expect it two years ago either. But I, I'm a lot more optimistic this year. And again, we have all our young guys that we held on to, and we didn't give up the farm for a player who doesn't play defense. And I know it's easy for me to talk shit about him now because we didn't get him. But that was always the big thing with him in the small backcourt. It's just, it's it's not devastating. This isn't. Especially, I'm not here to mourn. It's tonight. disappointing. I, Listen, yes, but I, I'm just gonna let me just say, like, it's shitty it's that clear. we went through the whole summer thinking this was gonna happen. Now it didn't happen. It's, it feels like a waste. It's, but it's it, it shows yeah, so the let prudent, me, let me is mourn. prudency a word? Let me mourn. Prudency. It shows how prudent. Prudency? It's probably not a word. It shows how prudent the front office is. Well, that, that's what I'm gonna say. That's what I was gonna say. Just. Clearly, Leon did not want to get taken to the woodshed on this. And so he was like, I'm not giving you everything. And ultimately, Danny Ainge did not get what he was looking for. I mean, when you look at what he got, it's clearly not what he set out. It's not what he got for Rudy Gobert, correct? But Leon Leon offered the farm. I know. Well, I mean. So how does that, does that, does that even sit well with anybody? He fucking offered the farm up. If those those reports are accurate, who knows if they are. I mean, it's from Woj. But once they said no to that, then he's got to realize, like, what the fuck do they want from me then? I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to give them more than that. How am I giving them more than that? So he stuck to his guns. How bad is it that that these are, like, I'm assuming it's Utah leaking that, because why would the Knicks leak that out? Right, right. But how bad is that for the team to hear that, like, pretty much every young guy was offered up, including R- from RJ... I guess, except for Grimes, <laughs> but like every young guy was offered up to it's Utah. It's a business. They know. It's They're a business. Stupid. And also you got to spin it in your head. It's like, you know, RJ, what does he tell himself? He tells himself, look, they put me in a package to get all-star Donovan Mitchell. You know, I take pride in that, that that's where my value is, you know? And then that but didn't the, happen. And, and look, he got the extension. Suck. He's here. Right now, he's the face of the franchise. Everybody knows it. Randall knows it. Going forward, R.J. Barrett is the face of the franchise and what they have to, you know, to hold their hat on. It, it all depends on the player. Look at look at Jalen Brown. He's been sulking after being, you know, put into how many sure. different trade rumors, and you hope Everybody that these guys don't it. respond that way. So we're gonna so we're praising Leon right now. I am. Do you don't think that is this like should we be praising Leon or did we get lucky? Because maybe Leon, there, maybe there's if, a if level Ainge below said yes. praise. If Ainge said yes to Leon's initial offer, we'd be flipping out. I would have been flipping out at the start of this talks if we gave up Obi, RJ, Mitchell, and that would have been way the too three much. picks. Exactly. But that, but we just got, I mean, I feel like we all just got lucky. 
Right, Leon well, so was totally did, prepared let's, to let's fuck this whole thing that up. And move on. <laughs> it scares the shit out of me that he was, he was offering these guys for him. Listen, he would have made the team better. Would he have moved the needle, like in terms of where we're going to finish in the in the conference? I mean, I know we talked about this a little bit for you know last last night's lost show, the lost episode, but you still got the Nets, you still got Philadelphia, you have Miami, you have Boston, you've got Milwaukee. Like this is not, it was not going to put us into the top four. You know, like we still probably would be in the in the plan, which I think we could be in now. Anyway, with the addition of Jalen Brunson. So, I mean, look, does it hurt not to get him when we thought we could? Yeah, but ultimately, it's not you're costing so down, us the You're so downplaying this whole thing. It's not going to cost us the Last championship. Last night we were talking about how the Knicks thought they get one other star with Donovan Mitchell, and all of a sudden you've got multiple stars on your team. And now we're going into this season. Listen, I'm excited about Jalen Brunson. I'm excited. I love our young guys. Obi, Quickly, Grimes, Mitch. I love all these guys. RJ, of course. So, but I it's mean, not that, like going in with Donovan Mitchell. And what's it? And what are we doing? Are we? What are we doing now? What's next? Are we going to try to move Julius? We've been trying, I'm sure, all summer long. When Julius was going to be here with Donovan Mitchell, I could deal with it. <laughs> you know, but now I can deal with it much. Like I want him gone so fast now. And a lot of Knicks fans are calling for that. Did you see? Did you see that little clip from Macri tonight? Yeah. Where I don't know. He he implied that he heard from someone that they were that, going to uh, aggressively look to move. that they were going to do everything in their power within reason or something to move right. Julius Randle. I just I don't know what the pl- I don't get what the plan is. I know it can change every day, but they're offering well, up Obi Toppin for Donovan Mitchell. At the beginning of free agency, at the beginning of at the beginning of this uh, of, of July during these talks, and now they're going to look to move Julius Randle so that Obi Toppin can be the starting power forward on the team, and they're 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 looking to trade RJ, and then they're extending him. They're looking to trade Mitch for Donovan, and then they're extending him. <laughs> I, I just I, I just don't understand the... what's going on. Are they just like winging it every day? Well, that's why it's so great that Leon is so open with the press and is so willing to <laughs> sit down with the press and explain his vision and the plan. So we will soon know exactly what the plan is. I mean, we know that he he likes doing that. He likes sitting down and talking about that kind of stuff. So Am I the enough. only one with regard to Julius Randle that believes he's going to have like a another turnaround season? Like a comeback season from where he was last year. Am I the only one that believes that that? Well, he's certainly not having a, a season like he had two years ago. Going to happen? It's, that's not. Yeah, gonna I, no, you're not the only one. I mean, I, I think he's everyone's bounce back. Can I, season, but can I, a season like two can years I, ago. Can I read you a quote or two from Julius Randle? Sure. Another problem looking back is that I think I was so focused on proving myself as a number one option that I lost sight of some of my other responsibilities to the team. For example, I was supposed to be one of our leaders. Someone who could help establish what our identity was as a group and who could set an example of what it took to be a winning player in this league. Someone who could not only play at a high level, but who could also raise the level of those around him. As much as the team needed my scoring last year, they might have needed my leadership even more and I didn't give it to them. And he goes on to say how negative I've been looking on the court these days and in all seriousness, I think I realized like, okay, if I'm making that kind of impression on Kaiden, Kaiden, what kind of impression I might be making to these other younger fans watching me? Now when these did he quotes. Say this? When, when now are these, these quotes. quotes when are they from? We're not from this past season. These quotes was when he was going through that really great season of his, and he was referring to the year before when he stunk and the fans right. hated him. Okay. And he goes on to say, in that this was from that Players Tribune article that he wrote, and how he had to kind of shake off the reputation that he had. And he go he went, he went on to say in that same article. I knew that if I wanted to shake off the reputation I'd built up, I really had I really only had one option, to come out this season and establish a new one. And he did that. Now, I don't know what happened this past year after all that and his life experiences took him through that. And he he got back not even back to the mountaintop because he was never on it. He got to New York and he was fucking, you know, at the bottom of the barrel. He crawled out of it. I don't know what happened last year that sent him back down that rabbit hole. But I believe if he was able to do that once, 
Why can't he do it again? I mean, he completely turned every fan around. He had a great season. He did. That's how. That's how. But but from such a shit one. But why can't he do it again? I'm not saying not to that amazing level, but he did it. And he, and he played almost every game that season. It's not like it was like one stint or a few months. It was the entire season that he played that way. Why, why can't he get close to that level again? He could. He can. He has it in him. I mean, that's what I hope. He I most hope he's likely won't. He most likely won't, Barry. I just don't. He had like one of the great Nick seasons of all time. So yeah, no shit. He was in a po- He was feeling great, positive attitude, helping his teammates. He had one of the greatest seasons ever for this franchise. And then when there was a little turmoil and he wasn't playing perfectly last last year, he had a horrible attitude. And, and that's why he went that way because everything wasn't going his way. It's easy to it's easy have to, the ball even less. You know, he was shooting forty one percent from three that that magical year, right. which is far and away better than any other season he's ever had. No, it's crazy. All right, it's like, crazy. and I think that's a massive part of why he had such a great year. He was hitting his outside shots really regularly. In last year, he shot thirty percent from three. The year, the first year with the Knicks, twenty eight percent. And pretty much every other year, he's in the 30s or 20s. He's not a 41% three-point shooter. He's not going to, he's not going to, I mean, he can get back to that. Basically, my point is this. My point is that he came to the Knicks. He was looked to be, you know, he was the one that got the big contract that summer that he first came with the Knicks. And he played like dog shit and he didn't live up to it. And he had that summer to reflect and he came back and look what he did. Now, again, he went through last season, dog shit again. So my hope is is this, that that he reflects this entire summer and he comes back stronger, better, smarter, you know, wants to be part of a winning team. I mean, I, I believe that that the team thing is important to him deep down. I believe that winning is as important to him as all those, you know, self-fulfilling accolades that he had gotten that season. I think it's equal to, if not more important to him. And he knows that's what's going to get the fans respect is if the team wins. And how he fits into that role on this team. So, I mean, that's that's what I'm hoping. I hope so, too. I think he, his true colors showed last season. In the same now, way again, you we say... Said all the same, the, I said all this on, and he'll probably be traded tomorrow. <laughs> probably, before we even get this out there. <laughs> right. In the same way you say, why can't he go back to doing what he did two years ago? He's shown he can do it. In the same way, you can say the same thing about last year. Why can't he... Why, why, do, why wouldn't he just go back to being the asshole he was last season? Right. Because that's what he was. That's what Kentra was. That's what he was. That's what everyone was. Except for Kaiden. I don't think he's an asshole. No. That's nice. But they but like the but like Kendra and Julius seemed like there's a chip on their shoulder all year. You know, like 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 that one season earned them earned everything, right? Earned like they're, they're king and queen of New York, and no matter right. what happens, yeah, you better the bow going down to the Raptors to for that, right. yeah. that one season. This is New York. It doesn't work like that. I mean, Carmelo got booed all the time. So, dude, relax yourself. I mean, there were so many instances. I mean, I think Knicks fans are tired of hearing it. Everyone has their opinion on Julius one way or the other right now. There's no changing it. But what are all those instances of him getting pissed at assistant coaches and uh, not being by the bench, smacking away the computer, giving the middle finger to the fans or the thumbs down or whatever? I don't even remember whether it was thumbs down or the middle finger. The thumbs down. He didn't give the finger. That there was that horrible. time he told Wally to suck his cock, right? Yeah, that. When Wally asked the question that he didn't like, sure. he's like, "Suck my cock, Wally," and Rebecca can do the same. I mean, that was bad. We'll see. I mean, I don't know what's gonna happen. Like a lot of uh, a lot of fans want to see Julius Khan. <laughs> I, I think that like, all right, you've made a decision to extend RJ. You've made a decision to keep Grimes off the table. You decided not to go all in, and we don't blame him, even though it, did, it seems like you did go all in at the beginning. <laughs> but in the end, you didn't go all in on Donovan Mitchell. All right, that, that, that was your one opportunity to get, not, he's not a veteran, but he's a, like a younger veteran who's been in the league a, li- a little bit. Established all-star. All right, but now you seem to, you extended Mitch, you extended RJ, you kept all the young guys, you got 11 picks over the next seven years. Like it's t- I mean, in my opinion, just, it's time to fucking just go fully young. All youth. You either get develop these guys and hit a home run with them, and they're all playing great, 
Randall's what, what? Randall? He's not in his thirties. What? He's twenty six years old. He's like 27, 28, right? Twenty six. No, 20, 26, 27. 27, I gotta say. Yeah, but make way, make way for Obi. Make way. For... Randall's got other he's issues. Twenty eight. He'll be. He'll actually be twenty nine in November, Barry. Oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Saying... He'll be twenty eight in November. Sorry, twenty eight. Oh, he's twenty. He's twenty seven right now. About he'll to be twenty eight this season. I just don't want us to be stuck in in like no man's land for the next four years. You mean like we've been for the last and, and all the picks years? we have are just middle of the rounds. And we're not doing anything, and our young guys aren't developing. I hear you. You just got to pick pick a you. fucking lane and go with it. Pick a you. lane. Get Donovan Mitchell. Trade your young guys for him. Keep Randall. Pick that lane, or keep all your young guys. Get rid of Randall. Lose Fournier, and go young. Just pick a side. Don't play both sides. They want to be competitive. Is what it comes down to. They want to put a team out there that's going to be competitive. And again, if they do that while maintaining the draft picks that they made over the last few years, which they are still doing. I'm okay with that lane. I don't, I'm not okay with the short-sightedness of what I want to put out a team that's competitive. So I'm going to play Julius. I'm going to start Fournier or I'm going to play Julius or I'm going to start Alfred Payton or whatever He's they've done in the past. one year removed from being third team all NBA. That was one fucking season. Give him season. another chance. That was one season in his eight, eight, say eight year career. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're banking it on that one season. He doesn't have to do that again, though. No, we, nobody's we expecting. Don't, we don't him. want nobody's him expecting to do that him to. No, do that. he doesn't have right. to. Right. We don't. We don't need. We don't. But need you that. need not him to be RJ, better than. But you need him to be better than he was in every other season he's had in the NBA. So let or me as ask good you as then. as good as I mean he could be as good as he was in New Orleans his last year. Let's let's say he gave us sixteen nine and shot thirty five percent from three. This coming season, how would you be with that? It and no thumbs down, is. no slapping no, computers no out of down, assistant just coaches. Did his work, you know, did what he had to do. Sixteen nine, thirty five percent or so. Kendra's I mean, if you're not, telling Kendra's me that that's not cursing us out either, <laughs> if you're telling me that goes that. along with RJ averaging like twenty three point five and you know seven rebounds you got himself, Brunson averaging like fifteen or whatever. You got Fournier getting his thirteen, fourteen points. To me, Again, it's not about the, to me, it's less about the numbers. It's more about what His he does behavior. for the team. Yeah. yeah. And are we winning? I mean, that that goes into it too. He's got to know if he, that... I don't give a shit if Randall scores 35 a game, 15 rebounds, and, and, we come, and we're 10 games under 500. I don't give a fuck what kind of season he had. He's got to know that he's not going to have the opportunity to get like 24 and 12 again. Like that's not, that's not his role. His it numbers was, will not. His numbers won't mean year. anything if we're not winning. They won't. That's the other thing that went with that season. We were winning, right? Twenty-four point one points that season a game, ten point two boards, six assists. Magical, Barry. That's season. all Barry wants. That's all Barry wants. Again, I don't need that. <laughs> all right. All right, y'all hear that music. It is time for the news with Blanderson Hooper. Presented by Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company. Who we can't do an ad for this week. There's no sexy music. I'm sorry to disappoint you, Ralph. Brandon, Brandon, put it away. Some sad news over at Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company. There are no more yeah. crumb cakes for the time being. Uh, so it seems that on Wednesday, uh, um, August 8th, no, sorry, Wednesday, August 10th, there was some kind of a gas explosion in the uh, factory where they manufacture uh, the the cakes. It's a, a factory that they share with a couple of other uh, food establishments. And somebody was seriously injured. Not somebody from Clarkson that I uh, that I'm aware of, uh, but they have unfortunately they were unable to get access to the actual factory, which means that they cannot produce cakes there. They will not be able to resume producing cakes there uh, anytime soon. So as of right now, they cannot take any orders whatsoever. I mean, maybe uh, Mama Clarkson is baking cakes in her kitchen and maybe they're selling them at farmer's markets or something. But at this point, they cannot mass produce any kind of uh, crumb cake. So... Can't yeah, can't do the yeah. Uh, this is not the time for sexiness and for doing crumb cakes. It's just no. This is a that's something to mourn more so than not getting Donovan Mitchell. No, this whole summer is a fucking bust, man. This whole summer is a bust. 
No Clarkson Cakes is a reason to mourn. Way more of a reason to mourn than, than losing out of Donovan Mitchell. That's for sure. Uh, hopefully they'll they'll be okay. I mean, it's just a small family run you know business. So hopefully they can they can survive this. There hasn't been an update since this came out in the beginning of August. So I don't, I don't know. Did you hear about the gas explosion at the cheese factory in France? Are you fucking kidding me, Barry? You did <laughs> all, this joke last that, night. All that was Don't, left stop was it. debris. Stop, stop. All that was left was <laughs> why, debris. Why would you embarrass yourself like that? <laughs> He's got a bunch <laughs> of stuff. You're, down, like you're downplaying the greatness of that joke, Craig. Do it again because nobody was listening. Everybody heard it and they laughed. They're still laughing from it. Uh, I helped him move a, a couch. <laughs> A couple of weeks ago, uh, Craig, and he, yeah, and he had a couple of, a uh, couple of like jokes that he was just throwing at me rapid fire. Oh, I'm full of them. <laughs> All right. Um, last night was your window open last night? Oh no, where's this going? Oh, all right. No, the whole, when I was listening back to the show, like I, I could hear so many crickets chirping. Really? Do you even ha- you don't have a window down there? Do you? No. No, but maybe know, they're behind. Crickets. Remember when I came over for the mouse? The, the <laughs> maybe now it's all crickets. There's crickets back. There's things back there. I'm sure there are. Maybe. I haven't seen any crickets lately. We used to see crickets around here. I haven't seen any lately. I soloed out your mic because it was driving me nuts. I thought it was like mine, and it was coming from you. And it was crickets. It was like that chirping at night. Yeah, I know. What you, I know what fucking crickets. You know that sound chirping like. sound. Yeah, I know what it is. I'm not like a nature expert, but I think those are crickets. <laughs> <laughs> Blandy, give us the news beyond the devastating Clarkson stuff. All right, I got I got two things. I was asked to keep this brief. Two quick things. One, the uh, league has announced safety protocols, COVID safety protocols for this coming season. Um, obviously, they have been reduced quite a bit. Any unvaccinated NBA players, of which we know there are not that many, uh, and team personnel must submit to weekly COVID tests. Um, if for some reason a player contracts COVID, then they don't need to get tested for a few weeks after that. So they're, they're easing the restrictions there. No more face masks requirements or, or anything like that. So they'll pretty much be back to businesses as usual uh, this this coming season, as as it seems like most of America is, is, is getting back to that way. Uh, and the only other big thing recently is that the number overall number two overall pick in the draft, Chet Holmgren, out of Gonzaga, who Oklahoma City selected, suffered a Liz Frank injury in his right foot in a pro-am game, uh, trying to defend LeBron, and he is going to miss the entire season, which is always something that you worry about with a guy of that size. Uh, you know, feet injuries or foot injuries are not it's it's that's not a good a good thing, especially with a guy with a frame as slight as as Chet Holmgren. Um, so, uh, but that's, there's a lot of other, like, minor stuff, but whatever, who cares? So that's the way the basketball dances. I can't believe that an entire summer of no news, and those are the only two. I wasn't giving you the whole summer's worth of news. No, but there's nothing that came out this summer, no... There were only two stories this whole summer. porn stars, or... (laughs) No. Nothing. No there were two ups. stories this summer. It was the Donovan Mitchell story, and it was the Kevin Durant story. That was it all summer long. You're the one who told me to keep it brief. I said keep it brief. I didn't say give us garbage for two minutes. I think what it was perfect. You got the number uh, two pick. I'm in your corner, Blanderson. I thought Thank it was perfect. You. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Thank what you. would a show okay. be if I don't give Blanderson? All right. That's, I mean, that's... I'm smart. Not like everybody says. Like dumb, I'm smart, and I want. At least to you stitch. left out. At least you left out the Tory and Prince news that you had in last night. Yeah, show. I cut that out. Yeah, I, th- I thought I caught that. I thought that. Yeah, I cut that out. I did that. That's last what night. made it extra awful. <laughs> <laughs> Tory and Prince pulled over. No, it wasn't that he got pulled over for like six different. He had like six different he things would, in his car. Right, but that happened months ago. But he got arrested trying to get out of the country. A few days ago, no, I was because worse. of the outstanding warrant. Yeah, I don't. Oh, I you know what I should have? Crap! You know what I should have talked? Uh, I had a, I had something and I I forgot about it until just now. the The NBA is not playing any games on Election Day this year, 
they're actually going to be doing like the day before election day, all of like these uh, civic responsibility things at all the games at all the stadiums. And they're not having any games on, on election day in order to encourage people to, to get out and actually vote, including the players, which is pretty cool. That is cool. Everyone's laughing at the fact that Utah's only like national game, which I think is on NBA TV, is against the Knicks. And everyone thought that was because it was going to be Donovan's Donovan going up against his old team. Yeah, probably. And was. now people are saying like that game is going to be awful. I think that game is going to be great. <laughs> Leon versus Ainge. <laughs> Our trade package that we were going to give you versus the one you got from Cleveland. Yeah, Who's but Utah's better? not playing to win this season. <laughs> That's the difference. That's why they got Colin Sexton. Who else would you rather lose with? But Colin Sexton, is he going to see me pairing up with Rudy Gay? Not sure. I'm not saying. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today's show. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnickslife at gmail.com. You can follow me at hardnickslife on Twitter. Follow Barry at Barry Dwork, and you can follow Blandy at Blandy Hooper. And you can call us. That's right. 516-33-MESH-1. That's 516-PATRICK-EWING-MESH-OB-TOPPIN. I'm surprised we didn't get a rash of like people calling in to just complain and moan and groan after what happened. No, we well, haven't they, been they around They forget in that months. we're off. Yeah, they think that we're on fucking hiatus. <laughs> I know, but still. you would think that some people still would have called they in don't remember and just been number. like... Come on. Yeah, yeah, if we had gotten the show out last night where we urged everyone to call... Whenever the Donovan Mitchell trade went down, we probably would have gotten a bunch of calls. I mean, you could call in now. Obviously, we encourage people to call in now and let us know what they Call in now. Let us know what you think. What are next steps? Are you are you mourning? How disappointed are you? You're not disappointed at all? Right. Was Le- Did Leon do the right thing or did he drop the ball? Would you have given up more? Would you have given up less? What, you know, where do you stand? If you like our show, leave us some ratings and reviews wherever you listen. All right. Like Barry said, the number is 516-33... I'm sorry. 516-336-3741. Who do we miss? We miss a lot of our our listeners. Ralph. DB? What's up with the dog, DB? DB and the asshole dog. What's Ralph been watching? Oh, by the way, Ralph... Let's not let's not pretend like we didn't do this last night, but Ralph has been calling me <laughs> all off season actually. Okay. After New York Liberty games. Listen, the man likes Listen, his basketball. That's not basketball. Play it play it, Jay. <sighs> Have you guys ever watched a WNBA game? Did I get rid of it? I might ever? have gotten rid of it. No. No. <laughs> me neither. Is that I'm, horrible? I'm, there are some Knicks fans that, that do watch. Let's see. Do you have it? I don't know. I, oh, wait. Yeah, here it is. New York Liberty win. They beat the Chicago Sky. He was the champion. Now they're up one game to nothing. The playoff. See, even you, right. even Ralph can't even get excited about it. It's not your normal <laughs> Ralph. Liberty, the Liberty have Sabrina Ionescu. She's a she's a big star. You know, she's number one pick a couple of years ago. He he likes his basketball. Ralph's only watching that shit because his wife is making him watch it. You can tell. Janie's making Ralph. Janie's watch. making Ralph watch the WNBA. Yeah, I don't buy that. And what's up with Dicky? What's he doing? Let's fucking go. Yeah, I kept saying to get myself Random. pumped up tonight. I kept saying that, like all leading up to the podcast night. <laughs> How's the truck driving going? Let's fucking go. You know? Yeah, what's up with Brandon? Manny from Staten Island, the dentist, long time. The Macho Man. Where is the Macho yeah. Man? Barry's where, favorite. Where is he? Oh yeah! <laughs> come back. We're back. You come back with us. All right. Uncle. Uh, Uncle. No, um, yeah. Uncle Funkle. Uncle Funkle. Uncle Funkle. I forgot about Uncle Funkle. Yeah, you can't forget about Uncle Funkle. Are you okay, Uncle Funkle? It's hot down in Florida. <laughs> You're surviving. It's, wow, yeah. Because it's, it, we're all like a family. And oh, and, wanna... you, and you teased something uh, the other night as well, Craig. Some uh, date people <laughs> should circle on the calendar. And you told me not to. I told so. you not to. <laughs> so but now you I? want him to? Right. What changed? Uh, I don't know. I liked it. Listen, if you want to plan ahead, Barry told me last night I shouldn't say it because I'm not the organizer and it's not set in stone yet. Mm-hmm. 
and we should let the organizer tease it for the first time, or at least give us permission to tease it. So we're not going to do a full tease, but if it, you might want to be in the New York area around October 19th, opening, opening night. night. Might be some asshole content makers getting together. Ooh. Right? That right, sounds like fun. Like the old days. And Blandy. Maybe. Maybe. Blandy <laughs> isn't going to go, probably, because he has to work the next morning, unlike the rest of the world. He's, he's got... Nobody else works in this world except Blandy. When he I'm when a, he talks, that's how it sounds. Does it matter? No, I get yeah. up early, and I'm a listen. I'm a. Performer. You get up early. Who the fuck okay. doesn't get up early to work? I, I am a performer, all right, and I need my beauty rest in order to get up there and give a good performance. <laughs> I am tasked with educating the youth of this country, the next generation. I can't half-ass it, and then say, "Well, I was out drinking." Uh, watching the Knicks lose. Nobody said you had to drink. So wait, so you're you're at school when you're teaching. You're a performer, mm-hmm. right? You're you've got to entertain, be at your gotta best. Keep, that's right. Got to got to keep those kids. So why on this podcast attention. where you're actually entertaining? Do you do you are you fucking nothing? <laughs> it's totally different. It's no, not, it's, it's not. not See, you're supposed to be getting, entertaining I'm getting, here. I'm not getting paid for this. <laughs> why, why are you attacking this guy? Yeah, it's very... Because he left his news background up for the whole... Oh, right, you know why? Because the, he's uh, full of shit. Because he's full of shit. Take right. that shit down, Blandy. <laughs> Jeez. You did attack me, though, right, Barry? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you sure did. Buddy, in front of, in front of all your fans. Shit just went from well, zero just, to 100 real fucking quick. In, all, in front say, of all your fans. On a scale of one to ten, in general, you are on the entertainment level in this show compared to school. Think of at school, you're a ten. Oh. Is this a ten? Is this a ten? No, God, no. <laughs> That's nice. Of course, That's nice. What is this? A four. You give us a four out of ten, and at school you give a ten. It's different. It's a different thing, though. It's a different kind of energy. This requires a different kind of energy than my job requires. Is it because you've got like the faces staring right at you, and it, and it's like a more of like a live performance? I mean, like I'm sure Barry's energy isn't as good at the bike store, but that doesn't mean he's half-assing it at the bike store. I've seen Barry he, at the bike store; he's, he's got tons. He's of two energy. different things, Thank you, so they they require different energy. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. You're telling me <laughs> if we did a live show. Like a public appearance, your energy level would be raised and you'd be more entertaining. No, yeah, no I way. Think so. no, I've never think seen so. you like that. No way. Ever. Right. Never. Thank you. No, Thank this you. is pretty In much. Thirty-three you, years, thirty-four years, never. Yeah, no, this is fucking. What you? If this is a four for you, is that what you said? A four? Yeah. You're a four all the time. Whenever we see you, I mean, you're an entertaining four. But if we're talking about energy level, it's oh, a energy four. Le- yeah, I mean, energy levels. Energy that's... level, it's a four. But your energy levels are 10, or you're just that much more funny or, or no, engaging? No, I think like my energy le- level is a 10. Yeah. Holy shit. There All right, I-, I know that you're just we like me and you're in. amazed by what this must be. I, I gotta see. We've got to sit in. Yeah, we got to sit in one impressed. of those classes. I, it's like a I different think, person. I think I'd blow your mind. Yeah. Can you give us like a little taste of it here? Like, if you can do it for an entire day, you should be able to give us 10 seconds of it here. 10 seconds of what? Whatever it is you do at the school. 10 seconds of an energy 10 level. Go, Yo, you're teaching us about fucking World gonna, War II. Get, I'm not going to do that. He's so... There's nothing believable about this. Nobody believes you. Nobody's buying this. Okay. All right. All right. You just keep lying to our audience. It's totally disrespectful. How long have you known Jay? I've known Jay... uh, 1990. Probably like 33 years. And aside from that one... Aside from when we were kids and you guys were like doing music videos and dancing in front of a video camera. Have you ever seen the energy he's describing? We should put that on the Patreon, by the way. No, I'd say in our small group. If it's like, you know, a tight-knit crew that we got going on i'd say yeah this time he's a 10 he's himself life of the party 
but you break that open and you invite new people, outsiders in yeah. there, he, he shells up back to his four. You talked about therapy in the show that wasn't, that's, that's something I deal with in therapy. Mm. Me too. Social anxiety? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's not that I don't want to have the energy and stuff, it's just, you know, it's hard. Who are you protecting? Okay. Who are you guarding? Why are you so guarded? (laughs) (laughs) This is great. We've been gone for a while. Can I get some can I get some some like meditation music just so we could have like a real heart to heart with uh with Blanderson over here? What's really going on underneath those layers? Yeah, this is what's a safe space, Blanderson. What's bothering I wish I knew. That's what I'm working on. Why why do you feel why do you feel like you can't be yourself? In front of other people. You think they're going to judge you? What if people judge me or reject me? Is that really what's going on in your mind? I feel like this is an act. (laughs) He can't be serious, Craig. He can't. No, I also have a difficulty with that. That's another thing I deal with in therapy. Using humor to deflect from serious conversations. Is Is the toilet at school your safe place? Speaking of that... He's back? Motherfucker. No. Heart Someone transplant else? guy is gone, but first day of school on Tuesday. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, he's not oh, gone. Sorry. Dead. He's alive. Oh. Gary, you're first such day an of school. <laughs> you knew he wasn't dead. And the guy that replaced him, as I'm walking towards the bathroom, he walks into the bathroom first. You know that heart transplant guy told that guy. To oh, do he that probably to you. did. He had a whole uh, list yeah. of instructions. Motherfucker! Well, who the f- what the fuck is going on? Now I got to deal with this shit again. Wow. Good. You know what? I'm happy about that. I gotta, I gotta just. It's not your toilet. Like this is no, it's my fucking toilet. It's not your fucking toilet. I earned that shit. But yeah, now I gotta worry about this fucker every day. Anyway. (laughs) My gosh, it's ridiculous. We're back. I missed you guys. Get a bathroom story in there. I mean, we wouldn't officially be back, so here we are. That's right. This episode is presented by Bet Online. It is a hard. Nick's life. It's a hard Nick's life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.